All right, what up, what up? It's your girl, Drea. Back at it again with another episode, you dig? I already have a title for this. You know how things go with that. I'm just basically sitting outside. You know, I felt like venting and talking. You know, I just want to talk about my situation right now because, honestly, I am frustrated. I ain't going to cap to you. I cap to you guys. But first and foremost, before we get into that, let me thank you guys for tuning in again to another episode. You know, coming back sharing your youth with me your love your good vibrations i honestly do appreciate you you know giving up your time especially in times like this but while you do give up your time i hope to make you laugh hope to give you good advice hope to give you some type of guidance if you are misguided at this time and you know we just have a good time nonetheless but uh yeah so right now i'm not even gonna cab yo like i'm sitting outside in nature trying to get some good fresh air uh whatever the case may be but um yeah that is the case what am i talking about i'm sorry that's the case have to get some fresh air today i just have to but you know i just want to talk um and be honest with you guys because you know that's what we do we're real raw authentic honest and true tried and true on here so that's what we're doing so basically i'm stressed yo <laughs> i gotta tell y'all like i'm stressed you know i got all this wisdom and stuff but let me tell you like i always tell you guys wisdom comes through pain so obviously i've been through a lot of things experienced a lot of things still going through things now and it's like that's the only way i was able to gain the wisdom but I can honestly say right now I am stressed. Um, for those who don't know, this may be your first time tuning into this episode. This is a raw um, episode. You might hear trees, branches, whatever the case may be. Um, like I said, we keep it real raw, authentic. I don't really want to give you that podcast typical voice. I wanted to feel like I just called you up. You know, like you're my home girl, you're my homeboy. And we just, you know, we kicking it, we talking. I'm just venting to you, you know, things like that. I don't want it to feel like it's too, you know. I want it to be different. So, yeah. But anyways, yeah, I'm 23. Um, I got to be honest. So, 23, still living at home. For those of you who know what this is like being at this age, or, you know, some people are older are still at home. I want you to know you're not alone. Um, it is a frustrating time. I don't even have to tell you that. You already know. Those who are in the situation, you already know what's up. Um, but I want to talk about my situation in particular. Um, the reason why. I never was the type to say I would be 23, still living at home. I'm pretty sure no one says that. You know what I mean? No one sits here and says, oh, I'm going to be still living at home by a certain age. You know what I mean? No one thinks that. Like, you honestly think, when you turn 18, I honestly can say, I think everyone thinks like this. When I turn 18, I'm going to get out. I'm going to, you know, you, you think all these things. And it seems logical in your mind. But when you incorporate energy, you know, being in an environment that's toxic and draining, going to work, coming home, you ain't going to be out by 18. I'm sorry. Because <laughs> there's going to be days where you ain't going to go to work. You ain't going to do nothing. You have to incorporate jobs. You know, all these different things, circumstances, situations. It's just with so much. I'm going to talk about that as well. Uh, but yeah, man, like, hey, I thought about 18. No, I really used to talk trash myself. I used to be like 15 or so, 14 maybe. Because I was very wise for my age to even be 12 years old and up. 
very wise. I knew a lot of things were wrong. I knew a lot of stuff was just not right. I just didn't know exactly how to name it. You know what I mean? I didn't know exactly what it was or, you know, what situations were. But I knew something was off in the way things were going because it just always brought unnecessary stress, unnecessary anxiety, um, just a lot of unnecessary drama. And I'm like, if this environment is so good and everything is so lovey-dovey and so sweet, why is all of this madness going on? You know what I mean? But it's just like, mm, it's crazy. But, um, yeah, I thought it was going to be about 18. Uh, definitely did not happen. Um, I did move out at 20. I'm going to talk about that. Um, but, yeah, man. And let me tell you something about that. Like, for the longest time, I'm going to be honest with you guys, for the longest time, when I was younger, uh, we went through some struggling times. I won't necessarily go into detail about that in this one, but if there is a case, um, I'll probably go into it with another episode or so talking about, you know, all the different struggles we went through in detail. But I don't do feel like going into detail with that right now. But we did struggle. We did go through things. And oftentimes, um, used to really, really want to work. And for some reason, man, some reason like I never <laughs> never could work when I was in high school and I found that shit so crazy I always applied I was never the person to sit around because like I said the environment we struggled a lot so it's not like I could rest you know some kids um and kudos to you if you've never had to experience this um I'm happy to hear that because we need more people who don't experience this type of thing but you know at the same time I wouldn't be who I am today if I didn't go through the things that I go through so at the same time you know I do see the good in it but I do would prefer if nobody had to necessarily go through those things to get this same exact wisdom but um sometimes it's required but nonetheless I used to always try to get a job in school and it was a struggle like I said we struggled we moved a lot let me incorporate that so we moved to different schools, moved to different places a lot. Like when I tell you a lot, a lot, okay? When I tell you a lot. And so basically we just had to, you know, figure it out day by day, literally. And this is why I used to have so com- so much compassion for other kids because I used to be like, you don't know what people go through when they go home. Like they come to school. And I was one of those girls where I didn't, want anyone to know what I was going through when I went home. So I made sure I looked, you know, decent, looked clean, looked nice. Made sure I always was happy. I always made sure everybody else was happy and laughing. And then when I went home, I dealt with whatever I had to deal with. You know, I just do the same thing every day. And I tried to keep whatever I was going through. And we, I'm telling you, man, when I look back, I'm telling you, we went through some pretty embarrassing times, some pretty hard to explain experiences. But um I swear, in those moments, I didn't know how I was going to make it out. I didn't know how I was going to get through. I didn't know if I was going to want to keep continuing on. But, man, I'm telling you, it's something about that ancestral strength. It's like my favorite person was my grandmother. She had to have been with me through all them times. Because I'm telling you, man, like, it was so fucking, excuse me, but I'm sorry. It was so aggravating, yo. Like, I'm telling you, man, like, it was just crazy. Like, it was such an aggravating time. But um, definitely did get through. That's how I gained a lot of the wisdom I got. I was a lot around. I was around a lot of, you know. Uh, I used to be nosy. I used to want to hear what the adults were talking about. I used to, and then sometimes you couldn't help it. The environment that we live in, like I said, like we're in a like situation where you have to go through things, and everybody has to stick 
clothes because that's the circumstance. Like, there's no choice. There's no privacy, none of that. You're going to hear a lot of grown-up conversations, a lot of grown-up things. You're going to see a lot of grown-up things, see a lot of, you know, situations like that. And that's how I was able to see, you know, just through other people's lives and just through personal experience. Like, I don't want someone to mistreat me, you know, whatever the case may be. I don't want, you know, you learn through observation. That was me. I was observer. But back to that, I could never get a job, yo. Never. Just always try to get a job so I can... I was going to definitely go to work and um, try to go to school at the same time. And kudos to the kids that have to do this. Oh, my God. Bless you for real because that's not an easy thing, especially when you're, like, 16, 15. But a lot of those kids are, you know, mature now. They married, got kids. But kudos to you because that's not an easy task to go to school, go to work come home help do this help do that you know with the family and everything that's a great and admirable thing if you did not get any type of praises for that if you did not get any type of pat on the back if it was made to seem like you were supposed to do that you weren't and i want to tell you that you are amazingly strong you are you should be very proud of yourself honestly because it's not an easy task to do both of those things it's not um if you're a person who didn't get to really go to school uh, when you were young, but you're going back to school, you're going to work, you know, you just you just still doing the work. You're still trying to get your life together. Kudos to you. You also should be very proud of yourself because that is, like I said, doing both of those things at the same time. Those two are jobs on their own. And then if you have a family, you have to come home and take care of them. Kudos to you as well because that's also another task within itself. That's like three different jobs. That's a lot of work. Okay. But, um. Yeah, I tried to do it, you know, because like I said, I wanted to help out. And, you know, excuse me, I, there's it's fall, so you hit a leaves. But, um, nah, like it's not easy. Um, but I never could. I always got blocked. And it make no sense. Like jobs that seem perfect for me, like I know I could do it, da, 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 they block me every time. Every single now I look back at it it makes sense but back then it was so frustrating because like you could feel all the pressure and anxiety and the stress um I'm not saying you're a bad parent if you do this but please understand do not complain to your kids about shit they can't do anything about there's no reason why if you're an adult you should be complaining to your 10 year old 12 year old 14 15 year old about how this needs to be paid, that needs to be paid, this needs to be They can't do anything anyway. That's a lot of stress on them. And they're internalizing that stress, trying to figure out how they can help you. And some kids, they come up with some creative things. You know, they, they make their little uh, business. They sell lemonade. They go pick up trash. Because some kids are going to find a way. They don't care. And that's good. But at the same time, let me explain. Like, I'm not trying to say you're bad if you, you've done it. Stop it. Just correct it. Move on. We're here to help each other, grow each other, correct each other. Because that's not a good behavior. Because, like I said, they can't do anything. You know what I mean? And that causes mental issues. Like, you might not believe it at first, but it will cause your kids to have some fun. Shit. And then some of them, they, like, they grow up and they'll be like, oh, no, well, now I know I don't have to. I just know how to hustle. I know how to survive. And then some people, they, they, they grew up young, 
just knowing how to survive. They think they're living, but they're not living. They only know how to survive. They only know how to survive. So they don't know how to live. So if somebody comes into their life or a situation come that that shows them how to live, they don't know how to live. They only know how to survive because they've had to learn very young that survival is utmost important. Living is not utmost important. You have to survive first and foremost. And to be a human being, you got to understand you have to live. You have to live. You shouldn't be uh, living to work. You know what I mean? The only You shouldn't just be that because you'll never live. Those are the people. Those are probably the people that you see now that work extra hard. They don't give no slack to themselves. They work their bodies down. Their bodies deteriorated before it's time because they do not know how to live because they've never known how to live. Nobody taught them that it's okay to live. Nobody taught them it's okay to be a kid. They have to grow up very fast. Okay, and this is why I said if you've done it, um, I'm not gonna necessarily say you're a bad parent. That's for you to decide. You are the judge of yourself. But what I will say, that's not necessarily the best, just a suggestion, that's not necessarily the best behavior. Because like I said, they do stress your kids out. Um, they internalize, children internalize a lot of things before someone sits down with them and tells them it's okay to talk about it, it's okay to cry, it's okay to, you know, let yourself be expressed, it's okay to express who you are. A lot of kids don't even know how to express themselves. Um, and they grow up into being an adult and they don't know why they can't get relationships right. They don't know why they can't sustain healthy bonds with people because they never learn that it's okay to express yourself at a young age. So you might have people who necessarily are passive aggressive. They don't like to argue. They don't like to bicker because they feel like if they have to, if they express who they are or what they feel, it's going to cause an argument. It's going to cause a disagreement. It's going to cause a problem. And one thing about it, who gives a fuck if it does cause a disagreement? The most important thing to you should be to get this out of your body. Storing all that stuff inside of you, holding it in. When when it comes to time, something's going to trigger you to where it's going, you're going to explode. That is not a healthy way to express yourself. The best way to learn to express yourself is in a healthy way. But be honest. Be brutally honest. I don't care if it hurts the person. A lot of the times, people need to hear brutal honesty. Like, y'all want people to sugarcoat sugarcoat shit to you. Like, it's okay to tell me the truth. Just tell me half of it, or don't you know? Tell me the truth, but make it sound sweet. Make it sound nice. No, a lot of the times the truth don't sound sweet, and a lot of the times the truth is not nice. A lot of the times, the truth is more disturbing than the lie you've been told. So once somebody finally tell you the truth, you almost don't even believe it because the lie sound more believable or more comfortable for you to believe than the truth and that's not it expressing yourself and being honest is key um but back to you know me venting and ranting about you know being young but yeah man i was i used to be very angry as a kid i used to snap because i just knew something was wrong i knew something was off it's like i just at a young age i hate to say but I kind of felt the pressure even young you know like even at a young age I was just like man this shit about to be hell (laughs) I just felt it a lot of people don't want to talk about this within the community but I will talk about it because a lot of more women are talking about it on their platforms shout out to you 
for being my inspiration across the nations to talk about things that, you know, necessarily women don't like to talk about. Um, Because this had a lot to do with me um, and growing up. And I I grew up in the same type of environment. So just to find other women who talk about this, and it doesn't necessarily matter about race. I've seen this in a number of races and different communities and things like that where this situation was going on, still is going on to this day. Um, so yeah, we grew up in a single family home. Um, like I told you, we struggled a lot, not gonna lie. We did struggle a lot because of that, uh, factor. Um, and you know, like I said, when I said, I used to talk all that, when I turn 18, I'm going to leave and I was nowhere near where I needed to be. I didn't have the skills to mentally, emotionally, physically, um, I didn't, I don't, didn't have the skills. So I'm working now to develop those at 23. Like, God, yo, like, honestly, at 18, though, I really thought I would have had it together. And I don't know why I thought that, like, um, <laughs> because, you know, this is what, this is the things that happen before you start to get into childhood traumas. You start to get into, um, things that you went through, patterns that keep correlating themselves, generational curses and patterns. So you don't even consider these things before you even, when you hit 18, it's not in your mind. Your subconscious, these things are playing out in your life, but you don't see that they're playing out in your life. You don't see the patterns. You don't see all this dysfunction and stuff. You just think, oh, it's just, you know, it's just temporary. It's just, we're just struggling right now. But a lot of the shit is generational and a lot of it is toxic. A lot of it is just failure to further examine oneself to be able to teach the youth or your children etc etc to do the exact same um you have to do that it's it's a must you cannot and once you do you start to see just how things are but um yeah man and and this is why you know also uh it was a lot of struggling dysfunction everything and but also strict uh i didn't go to no sleepovers nobody really slept over my house um, it was a lot of isolation. Um, I never went anywhere. When I finally hit 18, 19, that's when I started to wild out a little bit. You know what I mean? And the same thing happens typically when you go to college. The only difference is I didn't go to college. Um, but a lot of girls go through this where they, it's like strict. You can't do this. You can't do that. You can't do this. You can't do that. And then when you get to college, you get buck wild. You act the fucking the first, the typical girls, the first time they get a boyfriend, the first thing they do is get pregnant because it's so strict. It's so hard on it. Like, it's harder on the women. A woman can't do this. A woman can't do that. A woman can't wear this. A woman can't wear that. She can't think this. She can't think that. And it's like, all of that cultivates over time. And it puts a lot of pressure uh, subconsciously to where you start to, like, you don't even, you question yourself. I've even had to check myself now where, am I doing this for me or am I doing this because someone else? Am I doing it because others are going to judge me? Am I doing it because I don't want them to judge me? Am I doing it because... I, you know, like I had to check myself because a lot of that come from just that type of toxicity of growing up in that type of environment where you're always the one women to get, you know, pushed down on harder. You have to do this. You have to do that. You have to cook. You have to clean. And now it's getting to the point where it's like, you have to cook. You have to clean. You have to work. You have to take care. And it's like, oh, hell no. Y'all are out of your fucking minds. Let me, I'm sorry. Excuse me. And that's part of the reason why I'm in the situation I'm in now. 19 we'll skip we'll go to 20 when i turned 20 um 20 21 no 20 i met this guy 
And a lot of the problems that we had in our relationship was already problems that I was experiencing within my household with my family. So, <laughs> yeah. So, I met a guy. This is why it's important for you to, like, heal yourself, get counseling. As young as you are to get counseling, if you grew up in a toxic or if you think it was toxic or a dysfunctional environment, because you will attract partners that will put you in the same type of environment. The only difference is if you're if you're not conscious enough of it, you won't be able to pick which person within your family that you are dating. And I hate to say it like that; it sounds weird, but spiritually, that's what it is. Like you're dealing with things within you with the person that you attract. Example. So basically, let's get back to this. Twenty met a guy. He was older. Um. And. Uh, I didn't know that he didn't work. I didn't know that he wasn't doing shit with his life. At first, because he made it seem like he was just so intellectual, he was so smart. These are the dangers of not necessarily, you know, preparing your daughter, uh, teaching her the right way. Like, she's a queen, she's a princess, whatever the case, and she should be treated as such. She should not be taking care of no grown-ass man. But anyways, that's beside the point. Um, but I'm going to explain how it correlated to the family, to him. Um, I'm going to get real deep with it. So you can understand how it leads up to me today at 23, still living at home. You know, still trying to figure it out. Still trying to piece myself together by myself. Lost in the sauce, damn near. But anyways, so basically what happened was, uh, met him. You know, he seemed very intellectual, very smart. And that's what I like. I like smart people who can teach me things, who very good with their form of expression yada 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 you know the deal so that's what I thought I was getting and um so basically you know we talked dated went to his house that I soon later figured out was not his house it was his roommate's house I didn't even know he had a roommate at the time when I met him he had a roommate but that was his roommate's house they had already owned the house so he was living with them Alright. Didn't even know that. And um he's older. He didn't have a car. So, you know, I didn't have a car at the time either. So I'm going back and forth with my money. He never offered to pay for anything. He never offered to do anything. Um and I'm gonna explain that that's didn't so I wanna say for me, he was a feminine man. I don't care. He wasn't flamboyant or gay or anything. He was what he thought was masculine, but he was really a feminine energy man. Only reason why I say that is because he wanted me to be the doer. He wanted me to be the provider, the one to do stuff, get stuff, help him with stuff. Mind you, I'm 20 years old. He had to have been older, like, what, 25, 26 at the time. And I'm 20. And he's, like, goddamn older. And he's looking at me to take care of him. Now, that's the biggest shit that I've noticed. Um, but that's the same thing that happened in my household. Um, I was about 20 when I had finally was... 19 was when I was able to finally get a job. I was 19 years old. I had already graduated high school, got my everything. Um, but I decided I tried going to school. I went to trade school during the night, and I went to work during the day. But it became too much between school, work, and home. Like, it just became too much. So I ended up just done with school. I dropped out, unfortunately. I dropped out of school. And that's why I said, like, those of you who do that, go to school, go to work. It's not easy. It's very hard. Um, so if you do do it, I'm very proud of you. You know, if you have the strength, keep going. Don't give up. You can do it. Keep going. Um, 
and make sure you go to school for what you want. I ended up going to school for something I didn't even want to do. It was something that I was good at, but it's not even something that I wanted to do. I wish I would have just listened to my first mind because my first mind was to research and try to study abroad, try to find schools that I can go to abroad because I wanted to go travel so I can go see other parts of the world. But I listened and I was like, okay, no, let me go do something real quick just to get something. And I thought I was going to be able to do it. Hell no. I was so tired. The thing that I want to do, I had to work, stand up all day, damn near 10 hours. And then I had to, because sometimes I had to push over. Like, it usually be eight to nine hours, but sometimes I had to work to stay over to cover somebody. So that'd be 10 hours to tops uh, during the day and then have to try to go to school at night. So I would get home about 10 at night, go to sleep, wake up at six in the morning. Uh, excuse me, wake up at four in the morning, get dressed, go every day. I'll do it every day. And it got to the point where I was just, I was like, man, I'm fucking tired. Like, I'm working like a fucking man. I'm, <laughs> I'm so tired. Like, mind you, I'm trying to remember where that money went. I think, I can't remember at that time. I think I was helping with bills at the time. I want to say I was. But I was helping with bills, uh, you know, every whatever, whatever needed to be be helped with and you know still trying to get stuff for myself um, because I wasn't able to fully get things that I wanted until I got a job that's a part of the reason why I wanted a job too not just to help out but to finally be able to afford the things that I never did get or that I felt like because that's when I was able to start being healthy um, that's when I was able to start dieting I was on the right track I was working out you know I was doing everything that I needed to do and then, you know, things just got out of hand because it just, it just got to be too much for me by my lonesome. I felt like at that age, I should have just been free to be a damn 20-year-old. I shouldn't have had that much responsibility that wasn't by my choice. You feel what I'm saying? Um, I definitely should have went to the school that I wanted to go to. I should have never let nobody convince me to go to something I didn't want to. I definitely should have. Um, and this is why any listeners who might be going through this, I definitely want you to focus on what you want to do. Do not go to school because your parents tell you to do this do that because what's going to happen is you're going to get into it and then you might end up um you're going to be like oh well I don't want to do this and then you might end up in debt so now you have to pay out they're not going to have to pay it back you are so if you're going to have to pay back debt if you want to go to school pay back debt to something that you actually want to do something that's actually going to benefit you as a person as an individual and allow it to take you places. Allow it to take you different places. You know what I mean? Don't get so stuck on what other people want you to be or do. Because a lot of the times, and I hate to say it, we have to be honest, real, and authentic. A lot of the times, some parents want you to do what they didn't do. They want to you to be what they were never able to become. For whatever the reason, whatever the case may be. And that's understandable. I'm not knocking that thinking. But... This is your life. Whatever you do with it is your choice. You want to be something great? You be that. You want to be whatever? That's you. And a lot of times, what we mess up is, I'm not going to let you throw your life away. Okay. Listen. That's their life. If you put half of that much energy and worried about what they're doing um, into your own life, then you will be what you're wanting them to be. But... That only applies to me when I say, when you say, I'm not going to let you throw away your life. I feel like that only applies when you're like a teenager and you're dealing, or let's say you're a counselor or you're a mentor. And you're dealing with a young, out of control team and they grew up in a dysfunctional environment, a toxic environment. 
that's when I say you come into that talk. But once they get to a certain age, they grow like, mm. I mean, it just it just depends on the person. For me, I'm just like, okay, this is your life. You know what I mean? Because ultimately, you're gonna hit a point in your life where you're gonna have to make it a choice. Do you want to be better? Because everybody gonna hit a low point. Everybody does. So when you hit that low point, you're just gonna decide what you want to do. It's on you. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, at the end of your life, you will be judged for how you live your life. Everybody will be judged on according to how they lived. Not according to how you wanted to live through somebody else. Not according to how you wanted them to live or how much you wanted them to be. It has nothing to do with that shit. Nobody cares. It'll be about, you'll be the only person standing in front of whoever you believe in. Getting judged for how you lived. Did you live your life to the utmost? Were you happy? Were you kind? Were you courteous? Did you do your dreams? Did you follow your dreams? Did you follow your heart? Did you listen to your heart? Because you have a purpose by yourself. Your kids have a purpose. Everybody have a purpose. I have a purpose of my own. So you can't really try to live through anybody but yourself. You are your, you are responsible for you. You have a purpose by yourself. Now, it's on you if you let somebody take you off that path of your purpose. It's on you if you let somebody else disturb you. It's on you if you let somebody, you know, convince you that, Whatever you feel in your heart is right for you. Which is not telling your sin, your soul talking to you. Whatever you feel in your heart is right for you. And they trying to tell you, go this way, go that way. And then you get mad at them when shit is not going right for you. No, no, You had a choice. You didn't have to listen. You could have did what you wanted to do. Okay? You can't get mad at nobody else. At the end of the day, you have to live for you. You know what I mean? And that's what I have to learn now. 23. Live for you because... At the end of the day, hey, it's on you. You make the choice at the end of the day. Nobody's in your mind controlling you. Hopefully. <laughs> and this is what I'm going to get into. The toxic environments, growing up in narcissistic environments, with narcissistic. We're going to talk about all that because that's a little different. Um, there might be some issues with the mental with that because growing up in that type of toxic environment, um, you might have some issues with not necessarily knowing who you are what you want to be because dealing with a narcissist they have a very good job they're very good at what they're doing they're very good at making you doubt yourself uh be shameful of yourself not knowing who you are isolating so you really got to be careful with that topic we'll talk about that probably another time if i don't get into it today but that's another topic for another day honey but um in normal stable circumstances which is rare in this society um you make your own decisions and choices. But anyways, back to the guy, right? So the guy, you know, he ain't work, he do nothing. And, you know, he explained to me what his reasons were. And, you know, at the time I was very understanding. I was a very understanding young girl at the time. Very understanding of everybody. I didn't really judge anybody. I had friends of all kinds. I didn't like judging them. Even though people around me, my family, they might even judge them. But I didn't judge them only because... I was like, you don't know what they take at home. You don't know what they deal with. You don't know what they go through. And to be so judgmental, you're tarnishing your own soul. And 9 out of 10, you watch stuff like that. Let me tell you, if somebody is very judgmental, they judge themselves like that. If somebody's very open and understanding, they very, they like that with themselves. But if you deal with somebody who's very, very judgmental, they always got something negative. They usually are like that with themselves internally. So they exert that and they try to project that onto other people. I was not like that at 20 years old. I was very understanding. I had all types of friends. I didn't care. I was very wild too. 
<laughs> I loved my friends at the time. I didn't care who they were or what they did. I just was like, you know, because they're young. And I knew how they grew up. They grew up in toxic environments, environments that a child should not have to go through. They dealt with things that a child shouldn't have had to deal with, and they held it in for so long. And they finally got to me, and they talked to me about it. And how can I judge them when a lot of the reason why they are the way they are necessarily wasn't their fault to begin with? They just a product of their environment, and they're trying to work through whatever they're going through to be the best version of themselves. Even when you go through dark times, you're still working through, you know, that stuff to get to the best version of yourself. A lot of people skip that. They skip through the embarrassment. They skip through the shame. They skip through doing the dark work. They skip through all that. And then they get to the money. They get all this stuff. And they're still not satisfied. They're still not fulfilled. They still don't, they're still not whole. They still feel empty inside. So they turn to drugs, alcohol, all types of dark shit, uh, all types of darkness. Because they still skipped it. They skipped all of it. So now they got everything material-wise that they want. They got everything material, but they still not fulfilled. They still not satisfied. They still depressed, still dark. Because all this stuff from childhood or whatever they went through is still coming at them. It's coming at them more too. Because when you're in the public eye, especially celebrities, they get the, they get it the worst because everybody's digging up their darkness, digging up their stuff. They uh, what you call it? They skeletons. They pulling them up. There is no hiding when you get to a certain level of status. People are always going to pull up your stuff. And, you know, if you haven't necessarily dealt with it, every chance you get, you're probably going to try to push it out, push it away. And then you're probably going to either try to use substance to push it down or push it out. And that's usually what happens. So I always had a heart for friends who went through dark stuff, who I, at the time, didn't know I was able to relate to. I didn't know. Because I hadn't consciously brought... All that stuff from my subconscious to my conscious mind. So I didn't even know that I had attracted these friends to basically help me heal parts of me that I didn't even know existed consciously. So when I was nice to them, when I was kind to them, when I was understanding to them, when I was loving to them, it helped me feel better. It helped me love on me better. Parts of me that I didn't know existed. But when I was judging to them, when I was, it's like, you know, it was like that. So at the time, you know, I wasn't a judgmental person. So I attracted him. He was older. He didn't do shit. He didn't want to do that. And um, I'm going to play signs into this in a minute. Um, and I'm going to explain to you why I'm going to play Zodiacs. I know you, some of you don't really care for Zodiacs, but I'm going to tell you why this is very important. And I'm also going to talk about the feminine and masculine energy again and why it plays a part into what I'm talking about. But yeah, he didn't do anything. And... Um, so I meet him, we start talking, da da da. I guess it starts getting serious. And we kind of, kind of, sort of, kind of made it exclusive. Whatever. And yeah. So I guess he got comfortable enough, or he got comfortable enough to where he was able to convince me or manipulate me. Like, oh yeah, you should do this. Uh, we're going to pay for this. We're going to pay for that. Um, you're going to do this. And we're going to do this. We're going to do that. And we're going to have this. And we're going to have that. It was a whole lot of we're going to have, not a lot of this is what you're going to get now. A lot of promising or a lot of potential and not a lot of results. You need to watch people who always promise you potential. Oh, 
it's going to be this. It was going to be that. Oh, I'm going to have this. Oh, I'm going to do that. And they don't do shit to get to that point. They give you a lot of promises. They give you a lot of hope. They give you a lot of wishes. But they don't necessarily do, you know, what they're supposed to do with the information that they give it to you. So that's what happened. He gave me a lot of promises. And I fell for them stupid promises. And I used to work. Um, like I said, so mind you, at this point, I had switched the job that I had before. I got another one. And um, I'm 5'2", you guys didn't know. Um, and not that I really have anything to do with anything, but it kind of does. Um, I had got another job. It was at a warehouse. I just needed some quick money real quick, so I just decided to do that. So I got a job at a warehouse. Um, the shift was 12 hours a day. We had to do six. six. Uh, um, Monday through Friday or something like that, if I can't recall. Uh, but that's how it was. So I used to work from six to six every day. Um, when I finally started getting a job and going to work and stuff. And he started clocking my pay. Didn't you work this, this, this? Shouldn't you have this amount, this amount? You know we should be doing this. We have to pay for that. We should be. And I'm like, excuse the hell out of me, sir. I work those hours, not you. And mind you, I still, like I said, at the time, I still was living at home. So, like I said, I had to help out. I had to help pay for shit. Um, And this is why I don't really do men who don't do shit now. Because you have to be the provider because I've grew up in an environment where the women are the doers, the women are the providers. And a lot of the times, let me explain something for just from my experience. When women do shit like that, they become bitter and they become angry and they become exhausted. Now it depends on the energy of the woman. Now like I said, there are some alpha females out here. There are some masculine energy females. This is energy. Um I'm not that I am a feminine energy woman. I do not like working too hard on myself it wears me out bitch i have all types of body pains i be exhausted like i be aggravated i snap on people like because i'm doing things that i don't want to do but i know i have to do that's the thing you don't do it because you want to you do it because you have to because nobody else is going to and that's the mentality that i feel like when you come into the my family with the women you have to break i have to break that generational thought process because you don't have to do anything. You choose to work yourself while these... Mm, but anyways, yeah. So that's what happens. So I work, 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 right? Work my ass off. And then it'll be the weekend. You know, some weekends I'll be tired. I'll be like, I just want to rest. I don't want to go anywhere. But, you know, since then I used to go see him. He used to come get me, whatever. Because, you know, the money I was making at the time now, I, I beat myself about that. I used to beat myself about that because I could have got a car. I could have got my own place. But I was too busy trying to help take care of everybody else who wasn't taking care of themselves. This is why I said you are your number one priority. Hear me out. If you're somebody who's in this situation, please listen. You need to take care of yourself. You will work yourself to death for everybody else. And then nobody else will have nothing to give you. Do not do that stupid shit. Go to work for you. Go to school for you. Do whatever you need to do for you first. Then you help somebody else. Now, that's the shit they should have been telling me. You understand? But that's not what was told to me. It was you got to or we not going to have this or you got to or we not. We. But then uh, it would become we when it was an issue that affected other people. 
But when it was something that affected me, that's a me issue. You understand what I'm saying? So this is why I say you need to focus on you. Because if you sit up here and you keep trying to do everything for everybody else, you're going to bleed yourself fucking dry. Dry. And then you're going to grow old and bitter because you've given everything to everybody. But you've given nothing to yourself. And the only person you mad at is yourself. You're not mad at the world. You're mad at yourself. You can't do that. I, I, I'm learning that young because I don't want to be that girl. I don't want to be that woman who grows up like that because I want to be happy, bitch. I don't want to have back pains and all that from working hard. Um, Like, no. He, okay, go back to the story. So I'm going to explain. He didn't do shit. Okay? And then he sit up here. I ain't going to name no name to him, but, yeah, he just sit up here and do nothing. And I would come, and then I know it would be sometimes he'd be like, so you're not going to cook? I used to be like, you're going to be fucked. <laughs> I used to say that in my mind. But I never used to say nothing to him. And uh, I used to just let him do what he want to do. And I'm like, are you serious? I work like a, like, I work hard, bitch. I work no little measly seven hours. I work 12-hour shifts, like, almost every day. And then you want me to come over here and cook up, cook for you, clean for you? Oh, bitch. Be fucked up. Like, I used to be so mad about that. Like, and he used to be like, Well, I'm hungry. I cook for you. I was like, Damn right, you should be cooking for me because I'm the man. Shit, you should be cooking for me. God damn it. I work hard. Like, I take <laughs> I take care of you and my family. Like, I, I work hard. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, I used to be so tired, bro. But I used to never complain. That's one thing nobody could ever tell me. I used to take some verbal abuse. Used to get talked to crazy. Used to get talked to any type of way for trying to better my life or better myself. This is why I say you deal with narcissistic shit, narcissistic abuse. And I used to try to do my hardest to be the best version of myself, regardless of the environment I was in. I used to try to go to work. I ain't say nothing. They used to say everything under the books to me. I was threatened that somebody was going. I was threatened that I was going to be killed uh, in a car crash. Yeah, like it was crazy, bro. Like, and all I was doing was trying to take care of the family. Because nobody else was doing it. No man was doing it. No man was doing it. We had men in the family. Feminine men. But no man wanted to do the shit. No man, not even my father, wanted to take care of it. anything. Um, and the women have had to be the ones to take care of shit. Uh, and coddle the men and shit. And then the women have to get, I'm not going to be hardball. I'm not going to be no tough man. Um, female, I'm not like that. I like being cute and pretty. I like sitting cute and pretty. I don't like having to stress myself about nothing. I like to cook. I like to do super shit. I don't like to be rough. I'm not a rough female. And when I have to be rough, I'm often aggravated because it's like, bitch, okay, how much more men are going to come into my life where I have to take care of them? How, I don't like that. Now, like I said, some women don't mind it. Some women don't mind being the provider, the doer taking care of the family they like to do it because that's in them that's not in me i'm sorry that's not in me don't come to me with that shit because i'm gonna cut your ass out i'm not taking care of you i'm not your mom i'm not doing none of that shit whatever issue you got with your mom don't bring it up to me it's not my fault she didn't do or what she did do i don't know but you're not gonna make me take care of you because she didn't or she did i don't know but i'm not gonna be paying for her price that whatever happened with you huh and that's why i feel like i was paying a price for him and I was paying the price. I was dealing with my, every like I said though, everything that I was dealing with with him, I was already dealing with in my home, own home. So he just was like a reflection of what I was already going through, but it was just more intense. So, 
he um and then we started getting into arguments and um it just got bad like it just was so toxic we would fight all the time it's because at the time I don't I didn't know I was getting agitated with him because of that I just thought it was because uh oh yeah he was a cheater too at the time so let me explain that to you so get this I was dealing with a cheater who didn't provide didn't take care but wanted me to take care of them and they wanted me to and they want to cheat and they want me to cook for them, clean, pay for stuff for them, help them get their life together. And I'm like, nigga, and let me explain something to you. I always tell myself, like, you know, if I'm older and I'm dating somebody young, I would never do that. Let me get ready to wrap this up soon because this, this is probably going to be long. But if I'm older and I'm dating somebody young, there's no way in hell I'm going to sit up here and look for them to take care of me. There's no way in hell that it's going to happen. I'm sorry. There's no way. That's just, it's not even right to me in my mind. It's not. Um, to, to be older and you, like, honestly, bro, because I was like 20. Fresh out. Not fresh out of high school, but, you know, I was 20 years old, still trying to figure myself out. And he was like 26. Uh, and he looking at me to take care of him. That's not it for me, yo. Like, he was comfortable with me taking care of him, too. That's the best thing I ain't like. He was comfortable. He didn't care that I was a pretty, fuck the pretty shit, but I am beautiful, okay? But forget that. I'm a young female just starting out. I should be saving up for a car. I should be saving up for a place. I should be saving up to invest in whatever I want to invest in because I was big on business. Even though I didn't go to school, I still was big on trying to start a business, trying to get my book out, everything. All that stuff got pushed to the back burner because I had to take care of my damn family. I had to take care and deal with all they, all the crazy shit that was going on at the time with that. Then I had to go to work. Then I had to deal with him. And you know what was so crazy at that time? All around that time, I had to have a smile on my face. I couldn't complain. I rarely complain, my nigga. I'm telling you. I used to get up in the morning at 4 in the fucking morning, my nigga. I rarely complained rarely argued and I dealt with somebody who constantly came at me every fucking day family came at me every fucking day you know what I mean I'm getting a little teary because it's a touchy subject for me because you know that that definitely how the relationship was um I was trying my best to be the best version of myself and um I'm gonna breathe with no help with no help from somebody who who claimed to know more than me uh who more experienced than me he did not help he stunt my growth and um you know so I was always stressed out all the time but I never used to talk about it I used to just or if I did you know it was never about, you know, I didn't know those feelings existed because, like I said, like, at the time, I had to internalize a lot of things. Don't say nothing. Don't worry about it. Don't say nothing. And it's like, I'm having to hold all this in for the sake of somebody else's comfort. Meanwhile, they don't hold back any disrespect, anything they got to fucking say. And, you know, and this is why, you know, for me, a lot of resentment is still there. I feel like it won't it won't leave until I move out. But a lot of resentment is there because just because you've moved on don't mean I forgot. You know what I mean? I don't forget any type of mistreatment that was done to me. 
Um, and it'd be hard for me to try to be all lovey-dovey and smiley because it's like we never addressed it. We just never said nothing. Don't worry about it. Moved on. And meanwhile, you did that shit. That shit worked for you. It don't work for me. And that's why I can't. You know what I mean? So that's what it was with him. And um, he and we just got into it one like he lied about cheating. He lied about all that. He just was a damn liar. And um, you know. I spent so much money, and he never, you know, he had a little car, got his car fixed, you know what I mean? He ain't offered to help me to do anything, child. He got his job, got his money. He ain't offered to pay me back, didn't offer to do shit. But, you know, I was playing the masculine energy role. I had on the mask of a masculine energy of a man, and I wanted to be the doer, the provider, the caregiver, like doing all this, trying to play both roles within one relationship and it was just crazy and um he didn't want to do anything um but use me that's exactly that's all he wanted to do was use me and I feel like you are such a coward if you are a man number one and you are grown number two and you're using someone younger than you to take care of you you're a coward but um nonetheless that's how I really feel. I don't care. But let me tell you, nonetheless, like I said, though, it, it reflected everything into my home environment. It could even be generational. You know, it could have been something that already was going on before I was even born. Something, and it just repeats itself through me. Um, but no, like, that's what I was going through. The same relationship I had with him was the same relationship that I had with my family, mother, all that. I was already going, everything that I was doing for him with him, I was already doing at home. Um, and I was already going through those emotions at home. Um, and then I finally just got tired one day and I snapped on his ass and I went off. And I said, you know what? I'm s-. And a lot of that, whew, I, it's an emotional topic for me, y'all. So you got to pause. Um, I might do, end up doing a part two on this and talk about it and uh, talk about the rest of why it's such an emotional topic because this is getting long. Um, but it is an emotional topic for me because it explains why I thought, like, he used to mistreat me. Like, he used to just talk to me the type of way, call me names, say, you know, just say anything he want to say. Um, he know he couldn't try me physically because I would have broke his ass up. But verbally and mentally, you know, he tried to break me. But like I said, it was nothing that I wasn't already going through within my own family, within my own home. I was going through that shit every day. Going to work, getting talked to any type of way, getting bullied, picked on every day. It was no different. It was no different. You know what I mean? It was no different dealing with that at home. And, whew, I gotta breathe. And then dealing with that in a relationship, it just was like a reflection. So he triggered me a lot. Um, and then one day I just, I remember that day perfectly. I just sat there. When I tell you, I, I don't even know how I sat there for that long. Because when Jordan had a relationship where he used to just yell at me and talk to me, I used to just say anything. I used to just sit there. But that's the same shit I used to do at home. Uh, with my family. Like, if they had, if, if, if the older mom, whatever, had some shit to say, talk, I would just sit there and not say shit. I would let them talk to me any type of way. And then one day, with him... I finally snapped. I said, and I think a lot of it came from um, 
just being tired of everybody using me, of everybody just taking advantage of my kindness and my good heart. And I just got tired. I said, you know what? I'm sick of this shit. I'm tired. And I started yelling. I just started going off. And he couldn't do nothing but stand there. He just looked at me like, what the hell? Like, I didn't know she had this in her. And I didn't either. But he, I just got so tired of him talking to me any type of way. And I said, you know, I'm sick of this shit. I'm sick of this. I'm tired of you. I'm tired of everybody. Like, I just snapped. And I said, I'm leaving. I'm sick of you. I'm done with you. Whatever you do, you know, I just tried to leave. And he tried to grab one of me. No, 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 no. Don't leave. Don't leave. You're not leaving. And it's like that type of toxicity, you know, you shouldn't deal with that in a relationship. Young ladies, young females, please hear me. Please hear me. If you did grow up in a dysfunctional family or it's toxic, do not rush to get in any relationship before you rush to healing your relationship with yourself or healing whatever relationship you have within you. Don't rush to get into a relationship with nobody because you will see all the stuff that you're avoiding in your partner. You'll see your mama, your daddy, your family. You'll see everything that you don't want to see in your partner because they're going to reflect to you exactly what you're avoiding. And that's going to be one way for you to heal. That's going to be a little bit harder to heal that way. It's going to be more intense as well. So I suggest you get with yourself and work on healing yourself. And get intimate with the relationship that you have with you. Because um, you got to allow yourself that time to come up and deal with those dark emotions. Because the reason why I snap is because I internalized so much for so long. And I finally had a boiling point. And I used to do that a lot growing up. A lot. I used to just say shit. Until I finally had a boiling point. And I realized that affects my relationships now. That's why now I try to communicate. Not when I'm upset, but when I calm down. I try to talk about, hey, I feel this way because of this and this and this. And I try to explain, you know, I'm still trying to heal because of this and this and this. You know what I mean? Explain to your partner that you're working on healing yourself. Explain to them that you might have moments where you don't want to talk. Or you might have moments where you might have an outburst. Or you might have moments where you're triggered by your... Explain to them so they can understand. So they can work with you and not against you. You need to explain to them because a lot of people are understanding. A lot of people are coming to the consciousness that we all grew up fucked up, okay? And we have to do the work to heal and be better and grow from it. Um, But you have to explain but in order to even explain yourself, you have to know yourself and what you're dealing with. If you're always avoiding what you, yourself, then, hey, you ain't going to know what to tell them anyway. You're, you ain't even going to know. What's wrong with you? I don't know. That's exactly what you're going to say. I don't know. Something just, I don't know what's wrong with me. I don't know. Something just, I, I, you know. And they can't help you with I don't know. You can't help yourself with the I don't know. You need to figure it out. Okay? But. This is going to be part one, and I'm going to do a part two because this is getting kind of long. So I love you guys. Stay tuned for part two because I'm about to do part two right now so we can finish it out. That's probably going to be shorter, but yeah, I just wanted you to get the gist of this, but uh, it's been a minute since I last told you guys the story, but I just want to be honest with you guys about my life because... I want you to understand why I'm venting to you at 23 years old, still living at home. (laughs) All right, I love y'all. Stay tuned.
what's up we're back at it with part two still sitting outside in the fall this not even the fall right now it's the winter i don't know why i told you guys it was the fall it's winter um it feels chilly but it's not that bad surprisingly but okay back to part two so where i left off was basically telling you how important it is to develop the relationship with yourself you know i always tell you guys this on this platform that the relationship with yourself is number one that is a primary relationship that you need to really really develop and work on and understand because a lot of your relationships not working out because you don't have a good relationship with yourself you might be a person who accepts too little or you might be a person who does too much for a person you don't know moderation um you might be a person who thinks you deserve to be mistreated talked to because you think um, that's what's normal and it's not um, and you're always hurting yourself because you don't see how important or valuable you are within yourself your number one relationship with yourself is primary I thought I had that figured out at 18 I, little did I know and that's why I would attract partners who I knew I didn't know at the time um, were completely just beneath who I am today and you know I'm not a person to think highly to where I want to you know make someone feel less than but I know I deserve better now but back then I didn't know that um but like I said um with that last relationship I just talked to you guys about um that day I finally snapped it just something just clicked and I was just like you know what this is toxic I was looking at shit I am not going to keep arguing with you I'm, I'm tired and um that's the same shit with the family um um i grew up i don't know fuck i have to tell you guys the truth like i grew up in a bullying type of environment and but very toxic and, it, and i told you before we did struggle a lot with the single mom and all that but we also struggled with um just unhealed wounds and projection um, the number one thing that people do within society is to project. Whether you project love onto people or you project hate, jealousy, envy, self-doubt, whatever. You can project good, but you can also project bad onto other people. And a lot of people don't even know that they project a lot of toxic shit onto other people because they haven't looked at themselves and seen that this is, hold on, this might be toxic. I might be the problem just might be and they didn't and that takes time that takes work you have to really sit with yourself and analyze the relationships you have with people and your family and your friends and even with co-workers and then you'll be able to see that maybe you are the problem maybe they're not the problem maybe you're the problem maybe you're the issue maybe and you have to accept that that's the only way you're going to change it it's not enough to know it you have to accept it and be like okay yes this is who i am right now but this is not who I have to be. I could choose to be better in the same breath. I could choose to do differently in the same breath. Which you can. You have the power to do everything that you want to do. Nobody has to come to you, Dr. Phil, nobody, to help you necessarily do these things. It might be good, but you can do it for yourself. But anyways, like I said, you know, he wasn't anything that I wasn't already dealing with at home. So basically, like I said, he was older. He didn't want to do shit. 
he was a man he didn't want to do anything and I was already dealing with that environment um where I was the one where I was like you know what I'll do this I'll do that I'll take care of this I'll take care of that I was killing myself for the sake of somebody else who didn't care if they were killing themselves you know what I mean like I was willing to sacrifice myself my youth for the sake of an individual or individuals who didn't care about their own life enough and I cared about my life at the time I wanted so much for myself um mm, I wanted so much for myself yeah I said that past tense but I did. I wanted to own a business. I had written up a business, a business plan. I had a friend. Um, and we both came from toxic environments, you know. Nobody's parents are perfect at all. That's the only reason why they weren't my friends. Like, this is what people think. And this is why I say I grew up in a toxic environment. Because I always attracted friends that reflected to me something, something similar to me or that reminded me of me. And then um, I had... A parent, I won't say which one, I had a parent who basically used to make the friends feel bad about themselves. Used to judge them, talk about them, all these things. And in my mind, I'm like, damn, how are you judging them so hard? They're kids. They're my age, for God's sake. What if I was them? You know what I mean? Um, and I used to just think like, damn, bro. You basically judging me like that. Because they remind me of me in a way. And I wasn't conscious aware of consciously aware of it. You know what I mean? Um, this is why I don't judge people or kids that do crazy things. Because it starts somewhere. You know what I mean? It starts somewhere in childhood. Um, some kids, like one friend I had. And I didn't know until she told me. But some like she was the girl that everybody would say is. The better word to say is promiscuous. But she was, you know, violated as a child. So I feel like a lot of that was because of that. Like, she would have never been that type of girl if she didn't get her innocence taken away from her. And that's what happens. Women get hit with a lot of bullshit. We get judged the hardest. But a lot of things happen to us women that don't nobody know. And I feel like she was carrying that weight for so long that nobody knew. And she would take people talking about her judging her and when I was her friend I always try to speak life into her but you know it's not enough a person has to see the worth in them but I did try to make sure when I was her friend I always try to tell her she was beautiful she was smart she was intelligent she could be anything she wanted to be she could do anything she wanted to do because it's true you are not what happened to you you know what I mean that person just was stupid in their own mind and their own self and they didn't want to deal with their own self so they put their projection onto you but you are not what happened to you you are beautiful you are intelligent you are unique you are honestly you literally are special you know what I mean so that's why I used to try to tell her I loved I loved them that was one from particular but I love my friends you know we don't hang out now because I'm moving on they served my life for that time you know I'm healing I need friends now who and they're kind of still going through that process, you know, kind of not want to do. And I, I leave them be. I love them from a distance. I let them do them. But I'm ready to keep healing and keep moving forward, you know what I mean, and keep progressing. So that's why I'm open now to, you know, more friends who are on that same wavelength. But um, I love them at the time because they were who I needed at the time. They were who I needed in my life and around me at the time. I was not going to judge them. So, um, 
basically yeah that's what it was and that's why I don't really like to judge people because you don't know what they're going through you don't know what they're carrying you don't know what happened to them I try not to judge people who are willing to express it tell the truth tell your truth and if you tell your truth I have no reason to judge you (laughs) you bold that's not an easy thing to do a lot of people lie even though their life tells the truth about them understand what I'm saying they lie they say I ain't this they say that and that but the actions the way they do things they show they the way they live shows you exactly who they are so they they lie to themselves I don't have respect for people who lie to themselves because you need to tell the truth to yourself that's how I have respect for you because I have to tell the truth to me I am figuring it out I do not have all the answers yes I know a lot about a lot of things I research a lot. I study a lot. But I don't know everything. I'm still trying to figure it out. At 23 years old, I'm still healing myself and working at it to do it. In the same environment that made me sick. That's almost nearly hard and impossible. But it's it's what I have to deal with for now. You understand what I'm saying? That's my truth. Y'all lie so much. That when it's like, you lie to yourself. So if somebody comes to you, and they reflect to you the truth of who you are, what you are, you reject it. But that's you. So yeah. But anyways, going back to that, like I said, when I was telling you about um, healing yourself before dating or, you know, try to get counseling and help. Because, or if you are dating, try to get counseling while you're dating. So you can see what patterns are showing up within the relationship while you're with them. And you can work through them. Because 9 out of 10, when you start to work through those, you might end up leaving that person. Because they remind you of the toxic environment that you may have grew up in or that you may have experienced. So you don't need to be dating someone like that anyway because it's keeping you in that loop of dealing with that same draining, energy draining thing with that type of person. You see what I'm saying? So that's why now it's a requirement. My man, um, and I'm dating right now, not going to lie to you. Um, but any man I decide to finally make that one, he will have to be the doer. I am not working myself like that anymore. No, I'm too special, bitch. I know I'm special. I'm smart. I'm intelligent. I'm sweet. I'm kind. I'm honest. I be honest with everybody. I'm dating. When I, you know, I tell everybody, I'm honest because I don't want nobody to feel like I'm misleading them. I'm lying to them. You know what I mean? I'm honest. So I deserve the best, bitch. I didn't, I didn't, you know why I deserve the best also? Because I didn't encounter the worst. So it's time for me to live. I've survived majority of my life. I know how to survive. That's number one. I can tell you how to survive all day. I can tell you how to survive off a meal, um, off of $5 or $10 or $20 for a week. I can tell you how to survive. But I can't tell you how to live yet because I have not fully lived yet. I'm still 22. I haven't lived. I've survived. Okay? That's what that's what I came in with the relationship with that guy. In that relationship with him, I was surviving. Um, I would internalize a lot of things. Let him mistreat me, verbally be abusive. Because I was still surviving. When I finally decided to live, that's when I opened up my mouth. I said, ah, I'm sick of you. I'm sick of your shit. And I was able to finally live in that moment. Because I was tired. 
You know what I mean? I was so tired. I was taking in so much from everybody. Like, it's amazing that I didn't commit suicide. Because it was a lot at the time. Between my mother and her mouth arguing with me about him, she would fight me about him. Meanwhile, <laughs> we will get into that. And he would fight me about this, about that. And other siblings will fight me because I'm going to work and I'm doing this and I'm working my ass off to help take care of. You know, it was stupid as hell the shit that I was going through. It was stupid. It made no sense for me to be treated that way. No sense. But I was mistreated. I'm gonna fuck. And this is kind of why I kind of am like, I can be cordial with you, but to say we're going to have a relationship, that's that's really benign, because that's not benefiting me to have a relationship. I'm not. I'm no longer wanting that or trying to understand. I don't give a fuck what happens to you because I feel like when I was trying, when I was giving effort, it was killing me. It was literally taking me from me. So now I don't feel the need because now I want to live. You understand what I'm saying? So sometimes, I don't know if anybody listening, you you, you grew up in a toxic environment that you might have to go distance yourself from your family for a minute. You might have to distance yourself from your partner if that partner is toxic. But you need to put you first. You might have to do it. And it's going to be scary because that might be all you know. But that's that's not it. Just because that's all you know doesn't mean that that's, that that's all that there is. And you need to allow yourself the opportunity to experience everything. Same thing with a person that might have grew up in a good environment. Life ain't always good. So you need to open yourself up to bad experiences because they're going to teach you something. You know what I mean? It's the same thing on both sides of the spectrum. But if you've always only encountered bad grew up in bad you've always known how to survive i think it's time to allow yourself to learn how to live learn how to be happy learn how to trust people trust yourself when you don't trust other people you don't trust your choices when you don't trust other people you don't trust your decisions when you don't you know what i'm saying so that's why i'm learning to like trust people because it's just not and that's her in my background so y'all gotta excuse me i'm sorry but growing up in that environment it's it was toxic yo it's it's still toxic but i only attracted him because i was already going through that at home um he was a feminine energy man um and i want to say um he was a water sign i don't gotta go into detail about that i mean and that's not necessarily to say that water signs all the men are feminine no it's just i so happen to attract a feminine man you know who happened to be a water sign you know what I mean um but he was a water sign and he was manipulative controlling all that um but like I said um I grew up in an environment like that my mother is a water sign so he reminded me now that I look back I'm like oh yeah you just like her you remind me of her it was kind of the same thing like I said I told you you're only going to attract what you know. So if you grew up in a toxic environment, until you learn how to deal with that stuff and, and, and see past it that you deserve better, you're going to keep attracting people who remind you of your mom. You're going to keep attracting people who remind you of your dad. You're going to keep attracting people who remind you of whoever, you know, was the most influential person negatively in your life until you learn how to deal with that shit. And they're going to remind you, oh, you remind me so much of my... You know what I mean? And I still, now that I look back at it, he definitely do remind me of, I'm telling you. And you know, I won't go into too much detail about this, but, you know, I linked up with him another day. And he's like, oh, you know, uh, you know, 
what did he say? I'm sorry, you guys. He was always like, you know, I love your energy. It was so feminine. You're so feminine. And, you know, he was full of shit because he know I was not feminine at all, honey. Now, let me tell you, I'm just not learning how to accept being a feminine energy person. Um, Not reach for my car. Not try to be the one to do everything, plan everything. Not try to be the one to take care of everything. You know what I mean? I'm just not learning how to do that. Now, it's some men who don't want to do that. That's fine. But it is other men out here who love doing that. Who love taking care, being there, having, you know, they love it. It don't bother them. However, I've never fully experienced a guy like that. So I wouldn't know what that feels like. I'm just now dating so I can see what I like. I know I don't like being the one. Because I've been on dates where I had to pay for both of us. They would ask me out on dates and tell me, oh, can you pick up the tab? They would aggravate me literally for weeks. Do you hear me? Can I take you out? Can I get to know you? And when I finally say yes, these bastards finally get me to go out with them. And I'm the one paying for the tab. I'm the one planning the place to go to. I'm the one picking the time. I'm the one doing, but you asking me out. How you figure that? So listen, I told myself, hey, I'm not doing that no more. I'm sick of this shit. I'm not. Uh, if you want to take me out, your ass better pick me up. You better pick the place. You better set a time. You better set a date. The only thing I should be doing is getting cute. That's the only thing I should be doing. The only thing I should be worried about is putting on a cute outfit, doing my hair, makeup, looking cute. That's the only thing I should be worried about. But that's never what's the case. I was always the one to do both. Um, and that's why I tell myself now that like, I just can't do feminine energy men. Only because, like I said, it does not work for me. There are alpha females out here, just like there are alpha males. An alpha male don't want to date an alpha female. They're too much alike. Opposites attract. Did you not know that? So when I get a male who reminds me of me, who is as feminine as me, it don't work. We fight all the time because it's like I'm fighting a female right now. We bicker, argue, like... Mm. And I'm like, I don't want to date a female. I want a man, okay? If I wanted to date a female, I'd just date a female. But I want a man. I don't want a female. I want a man. Okay? So I need an alpha male. So I can be feminine. So I can be me. Now, it's some alpha females who date feminine men. Okay? They like that. It compliments them. I'm not that. I'm not. The only reason why I used to try to go to work, uh, try to pay the bills, try to buy groceries, try to do all the stuff that my father should have been doing, but he wasn't there, or any man really who is uh, wants to be a male figure should have been doing. The only reason why I was doing it was because I have to. And that's a model for a lot of women. It has nothing to do with race. A lot of women are like, I don't do it because I want to. I do it because I have to. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to get up. I have to do this. I have to do that. I have to go here. I have to go there. I have to have this. I have to. Like, you just, like, no. You don't have to. You need to open yourself up to somebody who you will allow. And then, this is the problem. When women get in that mindset for so long, I have to have to have to have to. I have to have to. And they start doing, like, being masculine when they're really feminine. They put on a masculine mask and try to be the male. And when they finally get somebody who wants to be the male, it's a fight. Like, they fight the person until they're able to let their walls down because it's like, okay, 
I'm not used to this. That's I, that's one thing I used to always say. When I finally get somebody who wants to treat me like a lady or treat me like a queen, I finally, I, I used to be like, I'm not used to this. I didn't grow up seeing this. I didn't grow up experiencing this. If I see it, I watch it in movies all the time. I, I like romantic movies. I'm a hopeless romantic. Okay? I like romantic movies. And I used to see the movies all the time. And I used to be like, I want that. Somebody sweep me on my feet. And notice the women aren't battered and tired and all mannish and shit. They all pretty and light on their feet and stuff. And the man is all whatever he is. Because <laughs> they get to be them. You know? And that's just me. That's what I want for me. I'm sorry. I don't mean no disrespect to nobody who might not necessarily want to be that. You know? But the point is, not you're not going to be for everyone. That's why everybody has one. You know, the one for me, he will know this. Okay? The one for me will understand. This is a requirement. Okay? He won't even, I won't even have to tell him. He'll just move a certain way. I'll pick you up. I'm going to take you out. I'm going to help you. I got your back. We're going to get you right. If, if I'm not right, I got you. And if he not, I'm going to have him. But, you know what I mean? That's how it is. And that's why I deserve I feel like I deserve that I don't deserve to be you know working my ass off like a man and but you know when you only grow up seeing women doing everything then you think that's normal that's why a lot of men have issues with dating they like to date women who do everything work cook clean shop for them buy their clothes wash their clothes make their beds breastfeed them damn near shit you do everything because they never seen or they never had to be taught that they supposed to do. And the woman, and this is why women be so burnt out and mad all the fucking time. Because they're not able to be themselves, not able to just breathe, bitch, and relax. These are, of course, the women I'm talking about that are feminine. I'm not talking about the ones who are alpha or whatever. You don't care. You just want somebody. <laughs> that's usually what they be saying. I just want somebody who... I don't care what they do. And that's like an alpha male mindset, too, because they're just like, I don't care. You know, I help her, blah, blah, blah. And, and that's the same thing with alpha female. Like, she don't care. I don't care if he don't have this, you know. I'll just, I'm going to take care of him. You know, I don't care if he don't, whatever. You know what I mean? I'm too damn cute. When I was working those 12-hour shifts, bitch, I'm short. And I got flat feet, okay? And I don't know if y'all know what that's like to be short with flat feet. But being on your feet on hard floor all day for 12 hours, uh, it is, uh-uh, it's tiresome. I be worn out. Mm-mm. So now I just tell myself, like, I'm too smart. I know I can make business plans and some of that, but I'm not, no, like, I'm just not about to work myself to death. And so I'm gonna just get ended here with advice. Um, this basically was just basically a ranting of me why I'm still 23 living at home is because I'm still trying to figure myself out now, trying to get myself together, pick myself up again. Because I did tell you, I did move out at 20, I moved out of state, and that situation was toxic still, too. Um, a lot of stuff had to be healed within that relationship. But I don't feel the need to go into detail about that one. But, yeah. 23 moved out, moved out of the state. I mean, 20 moved out of the state. 
Then I moved back home. And biggest mistake of my life. I should have just dug that out. Dug that out. Don't come back. <laughs> Unless if you go up in a toxic environment, don't go back into the same environment that made you sick. That don't make no damn sense. If you went to an environment that made you get cancer, why would you go back to that environment once you get out of and that just lets you know that some people are, and I guess I could say I was that person too at one point in time where you're so used to going through trauma and pain that you are more comfortable with pain than you are with comfort. You're so comfortable with discomfort that comfortability is uncomfortable for you. You don't know, you know, how to be comfortable. You don't know how to breathe and relax because you're so used to being tense. You got to get out of that shit. You deserve better than that. No person should always be walking on eggshells or worrying about if this going to happen, that going to happen. No, you should just, you deserve to be free in yourself. You deserve to be happy. You deserve to be liberated. You deserve to be yourself. You deserve to be accepted for yourself. Who you are. You know what I mean? That's how I learned from myself. And I, I'm speaking that to all my women out there, young men. I know I didn't really touch on it because some of you go through these same exact situations. Um, I've just started doing research. And I've also understood that men grow up in narcissistic environments as well. Toxic environments, narcissistic mothers. Where they have to become codependent upon the mom because the mom don't want to help them do this, do that. So the men become codependent on the mom and all that stuff. So it does exist. Narcissistic parents do exist narcissistic toxic environments do exist do not think that they don't a lot of kids are having i'm not gonna say kids but a lot of kids are still trapped in these adult bodies so i will say kids a lot of adult kids are having to heal years of bullshit from their parents so you know just take it easy with yourself take it one day at a time you know guys even though in my ranting i like to give you advice Take it one day at a time. Love yourself. Value yourself. Think highly of yourself. I don't care if nobody else does. You should think highly of yourself. You're number one. You are the primary. Don't worry about what anybody else has to say. Somebody else is going to have something to say. Even your family going to have something to say. So fuck them. You know what I mean? Do you. It's okay to be you. It's okay to be unique. It's okay to be special. It's okay to be weird. Okay? Don't we want to be basic? Why do you want to be basic? It's okay to be you. But you may have to get through all of the stuff you may have went through to get to who you really are. You are not what your mom said. You're not what your dad said. You are not what those mean girls or mean guys said, those bullies said. You are not what your abusers said. You are not those negative things. You are beautiful, abundant, affluent, uh, divine, wise, special, unique, creative, courageous. You are all these positive things. That is you. You are love. You are made in the image of love. You are love. It is you. It is who you are. It is me. You know what I mean? Once you get that through your mind, you'll start to make better decisions. Be, be easy with yourself too. Do not judge yourself so hard for the things you do. Okay? You do it for a reason. Figure out what that reason is. And then maybe you can, you'll stop or maybe you'll do it better. But be easy with discovering who you are. Okay? Life is a journey. I don't care the most spiritual or most, the best therapist you could think of. 
they still have to do healing work all the time. I don't care. I do not care. They still, even your therapist have a therapist. Even your doctor got a doctor. So life is a journey. There is no end point. There is no end goal. You're forever going to grow. You're forever going to expand. You're forever going to elevate. You're forever going to heal. There's no healed. There is healing forever and ever more. You're just going to get better and better at it. Okay? Be easy with yourself. And I only share my story with you because I just want you guys to not feel alone. I want you to understand that you're not alone. You are special. You are divine. And we all go through a lot of the same things. It's just nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to talk about it. Nobody wants to give solutions. Nothing. So don't worry about it. It's all good. You're not alone. You have someone who you can relate to. And also, um, that was just me ranting. But also, just, just take it easy. Take it easy, man. Take it easy. It's okay to be you. You don't need to be anybody else. I'm pretty sure God, whoever you believe in, did not send you to this world, to this earth, through your parents' belly, I mean through your mom's belly, to be the exact same as what it already is. The reason why, this is the last thing I'm going to say, I'm going to finish off, but the reason why the world is the way it is, is because everybody gets sent here to do what's already being done. And then complain about how bad the world is, complain about how selfish people are, mean people are, whatever the case may be, complain about all these things, but they don't dare to be them which is different from what the world is and that is the reason why you're sent here you're sent here to bring light to this world to be different you're not sent here to do what's already being done that's not helping anything that is not progressing anything you're sent here to be you you are what the world needs you are what the world is waiting on you are what the world has been calling for praying for hoping for seeking for down on their knees for night and day you are what they're looking for. So when you try to play a role of somebody else, or you try to believe in what those people around you who saw that light and you tried to speak darkness into you, when you believe those words that they said, that poison, and you believe it as your identity, then you're stealing from yourself and you're stealing from the world. Because who you are is special and beautiful and unique. Okay? And some people are jealous because they haven't dealt with themselves yet. But you are special. You are what the world needs. Believe in who you are within. And love who you are within. And bring it out so the world can see. And they can love it. And they can embrace it. Okay? Don't come here to be the same. I can't stand a copy. I can't stand a copycat. I literally cannot stand a copycat. Because it means you're not brave enough to dare to be you. You feel only comfortable being somebody else. You better be your fucking self. Okay? It's okay to be you. Dare to be original. Dare to be different. Dare to be wild. Dare to be what everybody talks about. Good or bad. Okay? Everybody's gonna have something to say anyway. So the point is, do what you want to do and be you. And bring the change that you're looking for in this world. Don't complain about what you want to see different. Don't complain about what you want to have different. And you're not being a part of the change. You're not doing anything to be a part of the change. You only add into the negativity that's already circulating over this planet. Be yourself. Okay? 
I love you guys. That's it. You know what I mean? I'm only going to tell you what you need to hear. I'm not going to tell you what you want to hear. Not necessarily. The world always want to hear what they want to hear. They don't want to hear the truth. But I'm telling you the truth. Like, don't come here. Don't go out into this world being a copy. Or don't go out into this world being what somebody told you you should be. Be exactly who you want to be. Whatever you feel within. Get connected with that. Alright? It's okay to be yourself. Why would you want to be somebody else anyway? The fuck? That's a copy. That's a reflection of... That's not real. You are real. Okay, so be you. Why do you want to be a copy for? Be an original. Alright? Be an original. All the legends that you love, they were legends because they were themselves in a world that is full of people who want to copy and paste every damn thing. Be an original. Alright? And that's it because this already done got too long. I swear I was going to keep it short, but... Sorry, I done got too long, but I love you guys so, so much. Thank you so much for tuning in to yet another episode. I know it's been a minute. Sorry about that. But um, I hope you enjoyed this episode, part one and part two. This is part two. And um, comment, share with your family and friends. Share with somebody who you feel needs to hear this. Let them know, you know, it's okay. Let them know they're not the only person who grew up in an environment like that and it ain't easy, but you can overcome and you will. Okay? Um, I love you guys. Stay positive. Stay fierce. Stay focused. Stay defined. Remember that you are beautiful, unique, special, wonderful, divine, unique. You are the original. Don't ever forget that. I love you so, so, so much. I'm about to go inside, honey, because it is cold out here. Probably the last time I do a um, podcast in the winter outside (laughs) but i love you guys peace